0: Hey everyone, hey and welcome back to yet another episode of Alpha Metallica. This is your host Tom Queer here. This is the 100th episode of the show. It is crazy that we've got to a century of these things. I am going to record something that should be out in the next day or so of this being uploaded. Kind of celebrating that in milestone, going back, talking about the episodes and stuff like that. But just for now, quickly in the intro again... Thank you guys, everyone, for listening to the show, for being along this ride. You wouldn't have thought that 100 episodes in we would only be on the 13th letter of the alphabet, but some letters have been more elongated than others and we're not too far away from the end of the show. We've got about 60-odd episodes left, so about 30 weeks or so, because you may have noticed I'm doing two episodes a week now. So if you want to come on the show and you want to join us for this final section of the run, MetallicaPod at gmail.com is the best place to get in touch with me. Follow us at MetallicaPod on the Twitter um, I'm always posting news and retweets about the show and one of the main things that I do is ask for your feedback on the songs and we always read them out towards the end of the analysis and today is no different if you enjoy the show if you want to give back to the show you can leave us a review on iTunes I think Metal of your podcast said recently they have like 400 odd I think I have about 4 so if you want to add to that total um, go on iTunes leave us a review there Patreon is there as well patreon.com forward slash Alf I've started obviously because I'm doing more episodes more episodes are going on the Patreon So effectively, the next two episodes of the show, whatever's on the podcast feed, the next two will be on the Patreon and you can download them straight to your phone as well. So if you just can't get enough of British based Metallica analysis with guests, then the Patreon is your best port of call. Uh, what else is there? Is that about it? We've got the YouTube there as well. We're on Spotify, various others, outposts and assemblies. But um, yeah, today is the 100th episode, but it's an episode like every single other episode. It's myself and a guest going for a song today. We are talking about my world, and I'm joined by Brian. Brian, how's it
1: going, sir? All right, Tom. You, you know, I can't believe, after waiting so many months to do this, it's, it's the 100th episode. I know. That's just crazy.
0: I know. It's weird. I mean... Te- yeah it's kind of odd how these things fall isn't it i think technically it should be like 102 or something because i miss songs out and had to put them in the back but it's yeah. uh it's great
1: to have you man where, where are you calling from today i'm calling from new jersey united states wow the actual new jersey the actual new jersey not new jersey wisconsin or not you know great britain new jersey it's yeah. the actual new jersey
0: yeah and it's like you know famous for so many things to me personally fuck bruce springsteen all hail tony soprano like that's the new jersey i love like <laughs> you know it you know it. Yeah. and
1: we got the um the uh what was it the oh my god i'm drawing a blank We're metallica First had their starts in uh, the Metal Militia, yep, the yep. Old Bridge Militia. There you go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, you know, the legendary lineage there over there of New Jersey bands, Hogan's oh, Heroes, yeah. Monster Magnet off the top of my head, uh, I think Lifetime are over there as well, and, and Bon Jovi and whatever. But, you know, we're here to talk about Metallica. <laughs>
1: and where did it begin for you? How did you first get into the band? Well, you know what? There was some resistance. Uh, I have an older brother, and when I was, I guess, in fourth grade or the fifth grade, uh, he had come home with the cassettes "Kill 'Em All" and "Ride the Lightning," mm-hmm. and um, at that time, those were the current albums. I saw them sitting on his cassette deck, and I was quite honestly a little terrified seeing the yeah. covers. You know, fourth, fifth grade. I was into the Beatles. I was into Kiss. Oh yeah. Um, that stuff was a little frightening for a, a guy my age. Um, but you know, I was—I've been a drummer all my life since age five, and my brother was a guitar player. And we played in a band together with my now bass player, uh, Antonio. And they were pressuring me to do a cover of Seek and Destroy at our uh, middle school dance. Mm. We actually played a middle school dance where we did like five songs. We did like a rat song. We did a poison song. Nice. And they were were, like hardcore on doing Seek and Destroy. And I was, "Uh, yeah, you know, guys, all right, I'll do it for you. But I'm not really into this stuff. And uh, we did it. And then it was a couple years before I revisited Metallica. And my same friend, Antonio, he had the vinyl copy of Master of Puppets. And he was one day, he was very insistent. He said, take this home, play it, and let me know what you think. Mm. And by that point, I'd been worn down enough to say, you know what? All right. I'll, I'll take it home. I'll play it. I can remember literally in my basement on my father's turntable, you know, placing the needle down, hearing the intro of battery Mm. and that was a game changer i mean it sounds so cliche oh master of puppets was the album da 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 yeah but i can remember hearing the acoustic beginning of battery and thinking Nah, this is this is different this that drew me in and the rest of it as they say is history
0: a fanatic from henceforth then you're really into the band going into justice beyond
1: yeah that was that was like the key era of my fandom you know next i was around for the um the death of cliff unfortunately Mm -hmm. but then quickly we got the uh that summer i think it was we got the uh, 598 ep um and by that time ironically my friend who introduced me to metallica antonio he checked out he uh he was not a fan of justice and i can remember him getting justice on cd we sat in his uh bedroom after school that one day and he was not happy he he gave it to me we traded it for something i forget what it was but we traded it and that was my metallica for a long time justice period and on
0: and today we're talking about a song from saint anger what what are your thoughts on saint anger it's incredibly divisive like whenever i bring it up to people on the show they're pretty much either in the adoration camp or complete dismissal there doesn't seem to be an in-between mostly like
1: what are your thoughts on the record i love saint anger yeah uh, I do. Um, how do I put it? I, I, I've defended it since it came out. You know, I've had friends that... you know, I, I get the whole... The sound of it isn't what you would expect from Metallica. It's not the polished. Mm-hmm. It's not the... Uh, I, I don't know how to put it, but to yeah, me... Yeah, it's
0: not got that sort of cinematic scope. I mean, it's the same producer as Black Album, but it, it's not got that Bob Rockness to it, does it?
1: Right, right, right. And you know, for me, living through the... Um, the uh oh my gosh, the load error, the load mm-hmm. error. Uh, we, I we've all we've all tried to forget that era. Brian, well, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to say that. Uh, I, no. I I I will call myself like a Metallica now yeah. fan, where okay. I do support what they're doing now, and I was on board with Load and Reload, but by the time Load Reload, then uh, I, I'm forgetting the order. But Garage Inc. S and M.
0: That's that's pretty much the order,
1: yeah. Yeah, I was I was pretty fatigued. I was. Getting bored. I was Ooh. definitely getting bored and when st. Anger hit I was excited enthusiastic. I I, I didn't want to hear acoustic Ballads by Metallica anymore. I wanted heavy and again that sounds cliche, but I just fell in love with st. Anger and to add to that um, When death magnetic came out and everybody was roaring. Oh Metallica is back. They're back to their roots They're back to the heaviness I was saying, yo, what the fuck about saying anger? Yeah. You guys are totally missing that period. Like, they just heard the sound. Most I feel like most people didn't dig into it. And they just you know, ignored it. But
0: I love it. We get to My World, which is one of the shorter songs on the album, um, around five and a half minutes. And it opens, as a lot of say anger songs do, with that kind of deluge of calamity, you know, just a lot of harsh open chords, some chugs. It sounds kind of off-key in a glorious way. Like, what, what, what do you make about just the statement the song is telling, how it starts? Uh, you
1: know, a lot like a lot of the songs on saint anger as much as i love the album i do have to admit that a lot of the openings of the tracks don't pull you in right away they're abrasive Yep. you know they're not they're not positioned to be pop songs that hit you with a chorus right up front or a vocal right up front you know like classic metallica sometimes it takes a minute and a half to two minutes to get to the verse but on saint anger um that the entire album i should say it you know, they it's a little tougher to get to that first verse. And I think my world, as much as I like my world, has the same problem.
0: Yeah, they do. They do take a little bit of time. Absolutely, not as elongated. You know, songs like "Invisible Kid" and, and "Shoot Me Again" and some kind of monster and stuff like that. So we oh, yeah. have that that intro, and on it kind of it kind of has a motif for um, three times, and goes into the main riff. And on the third time, especially, it really sounds dissonant, like feels just striking or whatever notes are available in his proximity. And then we get into that main riff, which it's not a classic Metallica riff. It is quite throw away really there's not much thought that's gone into it but that's kind of the deconstructionist aesthetic of saint anger isn't it that blood under the fingernails somewhat mindless but still quite emotive
1: right 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 like most of saint anger i believe that they just went for that straightforward uh punky a punk right it's more Mm -hmm. a little bit more punk more um right not so thought out no and I guess it, w- when you do something like that, you're not going to get the best riffs or uh, the best riffs may not come to the forefront or float to the top or however they say it.
0: Yeah, and the, the riff feels like, you know, the riff's just kind of a blunt tool that they can build the song through. So when Hetfield's saying, Motherfucker's got it in my head, da na na no na you know, the, that's kind of there just as these bit of apparatus really. But what I do like... And what I think is quite sophisticated, actually, and is quite a subtle shift. We don't spend too long on the first verse before it goes into the, it's my world now. Like, what what would what you make of that twist? A lot of people call that part out. I used to find it personally quite at- atonal. But now I, I enjoy the myriad of voices.
1: I like it. I like it. I do admit I feel like it is a little too too soon mm-hmm. in the song. As a songwriter myself, I I feel like the shift comes too soon. But that's, you know, that's just my opinion.
0: Yeah, for me, it kind of underscores that sense of disorientation that the song mm-hmm. embodies. And, you know, it's got this kind of shifting sands uh, idea beneath. And, um, you know, James pushing forward with the track. I do really dig the tone of the guitar. It's got a very new metal-esque aspect to it. Um, let's talk about the drums, because the drums feature heavily in this track. I know you're a drummer yourself. It's Lars a- is playing. Lars's tone generally you know to you is this something to be proud of as a metallica fan is this something to like you know lock in the (laughs) cupboard like what do you think of this
1: well first off i want to point out i don't know if many people notice this but in the the b part of the chorus get him out of my head get him out of my head Mm -hmm. that part i don't know if anyone notices this but he's actually well the guitars are in three four time and the drums are just kind of plowing right through in four four time I don't think, even though they've done tempo changes and they have done some odd time signatures on on the Justice album and so on, I've never heard them actually do something like that where the guitar is in a 3-4 type circular rhythm and the drums are just plowing right through. Did did you ever pick up on that, Tom? Yeah, there's a lot of
0: interesting rhythmic ideas going on, actually. Mm -hmm. There's a bit of blast beat, there's a bit of double bass. and I'll, I'll always say that I kind of low-key idolise the snare on Say Anger. I just think it works so well for the type of grimy music they were trying to put together. And one of the highlights of the sort of shit snare is on this track on the record, when we're in the chorus and it's like, you know, um, it's my world, you can't have it, it's my world, it's my world. Dun, dun, dun. And then there's that you hear like a sort of like a lisp on the symbol and then James goes, sucker like
1: Yeah um, On the uh, hi-hat he, yeah uh, opens yeah, the hi hat closes Yeah, yeah. It. The,
0: the 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 interaction between both of them I think is quite effective and quite visceral. Um uh-huh. I remember as a kid listening to this song and thinking, Oh, why didn't he say fucker? Like he should have said fucker rather than sucker. But I quite like the use of sucker here. It's very dismissive yeah. and playful.
1: Well you know what? I'm I'm not a big fan of the word sucker because to me it's like <laughs> a little corny but I know what you mean I know what you mean if yeah. if you watch the DVD that came with yeah, yeah. Uh, St. Anger he says motherfucker right in that part mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so I mean I guess when he's feeling it a little bit more he came out with that yeah so.
0: I, I, like, I like the sucker part and he says sucker for out and then the song actually ends with him just going tss- he is not actually say sucker he kind of uh leads mm-hmm. himself there um but but yeah it's you know it's got a lot going on there's a lot of james backing himself up a lot of ad-libs james has a little bit of a tom waits vibe sometimes the out my head sections when the riffs building up you can go like oh yeah and he goes like which you don't really hear james do
1: right right right
0: uh, he has, you know, his venom. He has a gruff growl. Uh, the coagulation of the voices that we say, the different kind of um, perspectives that come through. I mean, the the section of the song that people probably most know even if they don't really know the song the whole not only do i not know the answer i don't even know what the question is like i'm pretty sure that's immortalized in some kind of monster i think they play that a few times in the film
1: right you mean the uh it only rains on me part no that he... not only do i not know the, oh you know, right, that right. Part. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah which um yeah again
0: i can totally understand why people dismiss this song as some sort of post new metal flotsam and jetsam you know what i mean some boat trash like like, like, i get that and the song has grown on me personally um and i think it's quite a fun ride actually kind of on a dirty window sort of sphere um i mean i mean what what about you what were the highlights of my world for you
1: um the basically just the the aggression the again cliche rebelliousness of the song um i find myself you know, playing this in the car and cranking it up and feeling like fuck the world, yo, yeah, mm-hmm, you know, like mm-hmm. that type of thing. Kind of more than like I would put this on probably. Dare I say it, like kill 'em all, you know, yeah. before I play like like No Remorse. I could definitely find myself rocking out this in the car, more and having more attitude about it, more um, authentic attitude.
0: And the um the God it feels like it only rains on me, which to be honest. I don't mind the melody and, again, the encroaching voice and stuff. The, the statement, the image is a little cliched and done. Like, uh, I don't know if they were a big band over in the US, but there was certainly a big band in the UK, a band called Travis, who around yes. this time had mm-hmm. a major single called Why Does It Always Rain On Me? And I, yes. I, I always, I don't know, I always just think of these songs. like, "What?" And I, I know James is quoting from an old wives sort of idea. It's not necessarily he's quoting Travis, but it's kind of, yeah, a little unnecessary. That, oh, God oh god I quite like when he's throwing those additionals in there yeah. and that riff as well The sounds a lot like um, Corrosion of Conformity a bit of Pepper true, Keenan true. here as it crashes yeah. down into yet another sucker and a cool movement as well towards the end is the, the bass line, Bob Rock on the bass with the riff sort of piling on top what do you make of that sequence?
1: Oh I love it, I love it, it's a great outro they, they were always good for those outros yeah. just when you think the song is going to wrap up they hit you with one more riff just before it's over. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: yeah. They, um, they, I, you know, I like this song, guys. And, you know, people know that I am a fan of St. Anger as well. I wouldn't say this is like one of the crowning moments of St. Anger if indeed there are any crowning moments. But, um, you know, it's heavy riffing. It's a bit of a blast. It's a bit of a kind of run-and-gun idea. And I still... I think James is having a ball here I think you know he's really singing his heart out and really purging himself um, and I, I kind of want him saying sucker as my ringtone slightly or something sort of <laughs> his text alert or something yeah. I just yeah the, the the bile that he conjures uh, when, he, yeah. when he draws that up um, but as we always do on the show we open it up to you guys and we want to know what you think of my world and we've got some great feedback as always uh, Ralph saying um, now a few words of this song I think I've said this before but this album ranks 90 for me out of the 10 Metallica albums 10 being the worst and it's not saying It's a garbage album Because the band Hasn't made one of those The song is middle of the pack For me Average riff Which has some groove to it Average lyrics Although I do like the theme here Quite a bit of cursing From James Gets the point across Max sang A few decent riffs But they go nowhere Clangy drums Very obvious And hard to ignore On this track Terrible lyrics And I don't like The sucker or shicker R's 1 out of 10 From Max there uh, <laughs> Master of puns Saying fucking awesome Very succinctly Metallica sang Underrated songs. When I first heard it, I wrote it off as an average song, but it grew on me and now I consider it an album highlight. Uh Freyden saying, As much as I don't like St. Anger, I've always enjoyed the jam after James says sucker. I also feel like the breakdown where James sing God I also like the breakdown where James sings God It feels like it only rains on me. And Triton finally saying, one of the grooviest songs from Saint Anger. I love the riffs and the battery like ending. Yeah, that's an interesting
1: comparison actually. I never
0: really considered that, well, yeah. I can definitely yep. definitely hear that. Um any uh any closing thoughts on on this song for you, Brian?
1: Well, Tom, what we have to remember is that this was a period where they were attempting to collaborate on the songwriting. So we don't know, you know, I I don't want to shit talk the lyrical content on this song or any of St. Anger, but you don't know where some of those lines came from. It could have come from Kirk, could have come from Lars, you know, Um, and them not being formal lyricists, uh, you know, it may not be up to the Hetfield standard that we're used to.
0: It's no, no. I don't. I don't think it is. The whole "cheer up, boy. Clouds will move on soon." And this sort of yeah, not cool. I I always I, I always do say I, I you know I don't consider Hetfield like a sort of Leonard Cohen, Morrissey type figure lyrically. Um I think he was better suited in the earlier days and I think he's slightly deteriorated as he's gone on. But it's that's not never been what Metallica's about for me. Metallica's about the guitars, really, ultimately, and, and the the oh, riffing yeah. and the compositions. That that's kinda of why I keep coming back to this band, why I adore this band. Um but uh but but yeah, I like the slips out the Matam now. I quite like that kind of dislocated idea there, and, the and as, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the production on it is quite cool as well. Like you say, yeah, the echo, the reverb, and all the the various um, the various voices. There is a video of this as well, as you say, of them playing it in the studio, which is and it's pretty cool that they did that as a kind of anti piracy measure. I don't know many bands that have actually done that. It's quite a novel thing to do, and it's great to have a record of them playing this live because they've never played this song live. I mean, can you ever see them bringing My World out? Like, I can't see it on the World Wide Tour, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, I, I don't see it. I don't see it. It's I'd love shame. to see them do like some kind of monster. Tom, what's your favorite track off of a, uh, off Saint Anger?
0: Oh man, uh, probably all within my hands. Shortly followed by Frantic, and Dirty Window. I do really like the song Saint Anger as well. Um, I don't mind my world. Um, unnamed feelings also quite good, but probably all within my hands, I would say is the one song of Sat Anger that I really do hold, you know, up there with most wow. of my tracks. Like I wouldn't, okay, it's, it's not a ride the lightning or anything like that. Don't get me wrong. Like, <laughs> it, it, it's far below them, but I still, yeah, yeah. That, and that was a really fun early episode with Dave. Definitely go back and, uh,
1: and check that episode out.
0: What, what about you is, um, is, is my world up there for you in the rankings of Anger, or
1: It's not, uh, I would, it's tough because, I like most of the songs. Um, Some kind of monster. I love the the remix and edit of that. Have you heard that? Um, Yeah, that's
0: all radio cut. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's got some real drum sounds on there. Uh, It's got some sauce on the vocals and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would say some kind of monster, but Frantic and Saint Anger are definitely up there. And I love Dirty Window and Invisible Kid. It's like the first six songs for me, and then I start to get a little fatigued, and that's why I rarely get the Purify even yeah
0: yeah yeah it is a bit of a slog of a record i mean you know it's an hour 15 that's a long album that's a long Mm -hmm. and it's 11 songs as well so it's not like they're all sort of the Minutemen or something and it's you know two minute 90 second little ditties they're like no these are big six minutes you know with some pretty uh (laughs) officious production on there so um yeah we'll close up as we always do with a few quick fire questions Uh, what, what is your favorite metallica
1: song overall uh for most of my life i would i would answer that with blackened Mm. but then it was a tie of blackened and i disappear wow and most yeah and most recently i have to revise that even again because i would say if i had to choose the one song it would be uh moth into flame Mm. love that so yeah those would be the three number one songs (laughs) what
0: what about uh album your favorite metallica album
1: uh death magnetic
0: death magnet yeah death magnetic is so good holy shit oh yeah i love yeah. it yeah yeah i think it's kind of kind of slept on slightly i mean it, in the in the only way a metallica album can be really it's fucking metallica you know but uh but yeah Death magnetic, uh definitely a great choice a favorite member uh
1: oh tough one um i would have to say lars and mm-hmm. not because he's a drummer and i'm a drummer but more because of his vision and his drive And uh, how he oversees the business and the brand and all that stuff. I would say if I had to meet one, I'd love to meet Lars and just have a business conversation with him. Um, But other than that, you know, James, you know.
0: It's got yeah, I mean, it's kinda of gotta be Lars and James. Like big respect to every guest on the show that said Rob or Cliff or oh, Jason yeah. <laughs> or Bob Rock or, you know, whatever or Ron McGovney. But uh, no, it's gotta be it's gotta be those two. I mean, just on the Lars point as well, I've said this before on the show and I was thinking about this today at work. Lars needs to release some memoirs. Like maybe oh, when the yeah. band are done, maybe it'll be like a multi volume thing, like Churchill's memoirs in Leather and shit, but Lars, with your memory, your experiences, your eloquence, yeah. I need to read those. Totally. So what about um, seeing the band live? Have you seen them at all?
1: Yes. I've, you know, I haven't I have seen them dozens of times. Mm-hmm. I've seen them, let's see, first time I saw them was in 88 on the Justice Tour. Crazy. Um, Then I saw them on the Black Album Tour. I saw them with Guns N' Roses, uh, Madly and Anger Tour. Mm-hmm. And, um, unfortunately I haven't seen them since Death Magnetic. I didn't actually catch them on the hardware tour. I'm kind of ashamed to admit.
0: Yeah. That's still so awesome. You saw them on the justice tour though. That's insane.
1: Yeah. Let me tell you, I, when I saw them, they opened up a end and the entire stadium was singing, Black End is the end. Like yeah. I went there thinking like I was the only one who knew the lyrics. <laughs> so I went there cause I was in like eighth grade, something Wait, like where that. Where was that? Where did you see them? Uh, at the time it was called Brennan burn arena. Mm-hmm. But it is, uh, it's in in Rutherford, New Jersey. I don't know what they call it now. The Izod Center, I think they call it. Okay. But uh, it's right next to MetLife, which was Giant Stadium.
0: Yeah, I've just got the set list up now. Yeah, you're right. They opened with Blackened, Into Bells, then Sanitarium, then Harvester. Holy shit! What a powerful opening quartet. Um, and then some covers in the free encores as well. Oh man, they were just they were behemoths at that time. Holy shit! They were oh, a completely yeah. different band, like.
1: And as a kid, seeing, like, the props on stage crumbling down for the first time, I had no idea this was part of the show. You know, yeah. I didn't expect it, you know. So it was great. I'll never forget it.
0: And the final question then, if you do a podcast like this on a band that you love, what's a band that you could speak about?
1: Uh, well, unfortunately, nothing too unique, but I could, I would say either The Beatles or Kiss
0: i mean i yeah i don't really know kiss that well i'm a a beatles fanatic i think they're two of the most podcasted bands unfortunately there's so many shows on them um you
1: you went to liverpool university or something i did i did that's
0: right yeah
1: that's awesome i i vacationed in liverpool about i don't know a decade ago and i loved it i went there specifically obviously because of the beatles yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah no it's an, yeah it's an incredible incredible place matthew street of course where the cavern used to be and they have this old replica cavern and um john lennon's old home as well he's now in the national trust i've actually been there but it's like a museum and you know yeah strawberry fields and um yeah yeah i mean oh, come on the beatles are, are the fucking greatest of course so um and you are in a you're in a band yourself what reality suite i mean you guys have got like sixty thousand instagram followers i was pretty impressed i didn't realize
1: thank you thank you yeah we've worked really hard at uh you know, using social media to help get the the name of the band, the music out there. You know, without a major label, we, we just got signed to an independent this past year. But, um, you know, it's the only way. Well, I can't say it's the only way. We're not, you know, we're not on the road all the time. So, it is the one way to get the music out there and, and build your fan base throughout the world.
0: And and how would you describe your music?
1: Uh, it's, I would have to say it's classic meets modern. Mm-hmm. Uh, It's hard to describe it ourselves, but we have, we're about the melodies, we're about the riffs, we're about being heavy, but, you know, there's definitely a pop sensibility in there. Uh, We do have a female singer, so we do get kind of lumped in with the whole hailstorm scene and pretty reckless and uh, in this moment, that type of stuff. But I don't think we sound anything like any of those bands. We just kind of, because we have a female singer, we kind of get grouped in with that scene yeah it's
0: inevitable isn't it unfortunately but um how, how do people find your music and you know find your profile stuff like that
1: you know we're on all the socials instagram twitter facebook reality suite it's s-u-i-t-e uh you can go to reality com. and um yeah
0: okay okay cool yeah send me the links and we'll put them in the description down below and people can uh, absolutely go check out the music so um yeah thanks again man this has been great and Thank you, everyone, for listening up to episode 100 and beyond. We are next five episodes. What do we have? We have no leaf clover, no remorse, nothing else matters. Now I want to sniff some glue, and now that we're dead. So we've got a cool fortnight and a half coming up. If you want to come on the show, you want to discuss a song, we've got Pumping Blood, Purify... What else do we have seek and destroy i think i might have actually taken that one already shoot me again's available if anyone's wants to do a bit of say anger uh, the small hours so yeah we've got some cool tracks uh, coming up in the pipeline follow us at MetallicaPod, pod get in touch with me metallic at gmail.com patreon is there itunes is there brian thank you again sir this has been great thank you
1: so much tom